1: That we don't care for something something <clears throat> brocco Lori lord latimore Jess
2: just place and tim lynch yes my master get involved in the conversation at milehighreport.com ah!
3: incomplete
1: <laughs>
2: You are listening to Something Something Broncos. I am Jess Place, joined by Lori Lattimore Volkman and Tim Lynch. This week, we are brought to you by Antonio Brown Fruit Leather. It might be his feet,
3: <laughs> or it's his helmet. You just don't. Know. Uh, yeah.
2: Oh no! Seriously, like that. Have you guys seen his feet? Like, I, I, it's been all over social media. Yeah,
3: it's
0: disgusting.
2: It was on hard knocks too. I mean, it's like in high def, it looks even
0: worse. If if you're listening to the show and you haven't seen his feet, don't, don't go look for it. Well, it's like fruit
2: leather really just like hanging off the end of his, like, yeah, I mean, that's the best way.
3: Did the place he went to turn it up too high or was he supposed to wear little covers on his feet and he didn't? I mean, how did that happen?
0: I don't know, but he basically lost the bottom 60 layers of his feet. It's pretty gross.
2: As the uh, Mile High Report resident cryotherapy expert, (laughs) uh, I can tell you that uh, I guess he was supposed to wear little footies when he was in his little Michael Jackson cryo chamber. And his feet were – he's like, it's burning. It burns (laughs) because he just like frost bit the entire underside of his foot, which well, can't feel good. Like,
0: that's Well, not anybody good. who's lived in Colorado knows if you run barefoot through the snow, your feet start to burn after a while. I mean, Do I don't it. know if you guys have done that. I've done it.
2: I'd feel bad for him if it weren't a Raider. Before we get into wrapping up the Seahawks and moving forward with the uh, awesome preseason schedule that the Denver Broncos have. Let's go ahead and, and wrap up the Antonio Brown crazy saga. So the foot thing is one thing. That's why he left Raiders camp. And so uh, he also is dealing with like a helmet issue. He had he had like his old Pittsburgh Steelers helmet, like the style of it. And they said, you can't wear it anymore because it failed testing uh, for concussions and, and CTE and all that stuff. So that was, it was like outlawed. And so he was like super mad, and then he tried to sneak the his old Pittsburgh Steelers helmet onto the field. He had it painted uh, in 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 Raiders silver and black, and had a sticker put on it. Like, I mean, I'm sure. It w- I mean, this is not something that he did himself. I'm sure he had someone do this for him. He doesn't seem like he's at, like in the backyard with like a rattle can. Yeah. So he tried to sneak it onto the practice field, and, and they were like, whoa, 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 time out. That's not... What are you How doing? How did they
3: notice? I'm kind of surprised.
2: The, I'm sure he didn't take the Steelers logo off the other side, so they probably... <laughs> <laughs> soft like, the, the
3: paint was still drying so it started to drip during yeah it was hot outside
1: yeah the
2: line he didn't get he didn't pay the extra three dollars for the uh the the good masking tape and so like the lines weren't <laughs> totally true and i'm sure it looked like crap like i, I i'm sure like i want to see a picture of this helmet that he tried to sneak on like they're Did gonna that notice on
3: hard knocks
2: no they didn't they didn't have it like i i really wish they were like here's this like piece of crap imposter helmet he tried to sneak out here and then he got mad that he, they were like they, they took his helmet away and they're like what are you doing like you're this is kind of borderline crazy weird why are you doing this so uh antonio brown in addition to having left uh camp uh for his feet may have also left camp because he uh, filed a grievance with the league uh and the league uh, said, uh, sorry, you have to wear uh, a helmet that won't cause you brain damage. Because uh, <laughs> we don't
3: want you to sue us later.
2: Yeah, so he went on uh, social media and was like, I fully accept the arbitrator's decision, even though I'm very unhappy. And yeah, it, it didn't look as though it was something that he probably wrote himself. Uh, but, you know, it said all the right things. And case closed. Okay, so the Antonio Brown craziness uh is is pretty much over right tim there's nothing nothing left out there for antonio brown and the raiders he should be back actually
0: yes um (laughs) he is being sued by uh the sports chef out of florida for forty thousand dollars for a pro bowl festivities from 2018. this is crazy so the pro bowl was in orlando that year and he held hosted a culinary show and other services for nearly 50 Pro Bowl teammates and many other party guests, and then when it was over, Brown terminated the agreement and did not allow this chef to retrieve his equipment or food from the premises. And so, yeah, <laughs> like a year and a half ago, he had this big old huge Pro Bowl bash with a hundred people, spent forty thousand bucks, and then when it was over, he said, "Yeah." I am not going to pay you and no you can't have your stuff back. <laughs> I'm keeping your skillets. Yeah.
3: <laughs> and the, I mean that's the crazy, tongs. right? I love the tongs.
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Who does that? Like so that's uh that's normal. That's <laughs> totally normal. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
3: It is going to be fun to watch him implode, isn't it?
2: I mean, it's already happening. Like this is the Antonio Brown implosion that we were all really hoping for.
1: I even mean, earlier than started. expected. <laughs> he
0: hasn't yeah. even played yet, and he's already f- freezing his feet off.
2: <laughs> and finding like meaningless crap to get all irritated over, like my like the helmet, like just grab one off the rack, dude. I mean, as a Broncos fan, I love it. Like, yes, but you know, you, have you seen your shoulder pads? I mean, <laughs> lame. <laughs> like you can't be seen in those. You need to. You need to take a stand. So anyway. Let's talk about the Denver Broncos at Seattle Seahawks game.
3: If you look at the Seattle game, you have to look at the first drive if you want to kind of talk about what this team is going to be. And maybe the the whole first half, because you have backups in there who are likely to play this year. And I think Broncos fans should be encouraged. First of all, Flack looked pretty good.
0: First team, everything. The issue this year is going to be if people start getting hurt, we're going to start yeah, I mean, that was kind of true nervous. last year, too.
3: And that did happen. We got hurt. and Lots of starters except, were out.
0: Except the one that just finished every game as our starting quarterback, like a soldier. <laughs> he's, a, <laughs> he's a beast. But seriously,
3: well, I don't think the Seahawks game should be any kind of downer for Broncos fans. If they want to be mad about Paxton, you know, whatever. <laughs> go I'm waste your time paxton. on that that's fine
2: it's not kyle Sloter or anything
3: <laughs> it's right it's not but it's it's paxton lynch against third stringers
0: big he deal dabbed, he dabbed on us though that's not that's just wrong john elway
2: dabbed on it on his face <laughs> when he cut it take that paxton you
0: suck <laughs> don't don't cry in my office you cry outside yeah, <laughs> no, you're not on the team no more. Go go cry in the parking lot.
2: He, he just like wings a box of Kleenex at his head. Like, take that outside.
0: <laughs> take that S to Seattle. I'm personally more interested in this next game and the game after that because the those two games are the ones that you really see enough of the the starters to kind of start seeing what kind of team you got. So, the 49ers game with the joint practices, I'm sure we'll hear about some some fist fighting going on tomorrow, or the next day or whatever. Cause that seems to always happen when they have, when there's joint practices. Um, and then it's a little chippy during the game. It'll be nice to see. I'm, I'm ready for the regular season. This, this last month is going to drag for me.
2: You know, what c- c- could be cool out of this game is, um, on, uh, on Wednesday, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo threw five interceptions in practice. I, I believe a lot of them were in succession. Um, and it was so, five in a row. It was five, it in, was a row. five in a row. Okay. But then yeah. he threw so, a
3: touchdown to Jalen Hurd. So, <laughs> we should so. probably be a little wary of that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, if our secondary uh, really applies themselves, they can completely destroy Jimmy Garoppolo's confidence, maybe for the whole year. If if they really apply them, I mean, five from the 49ers' secondary, I, I I'd like to see six. Consecutive interceptions from the Broncos secondary. It would be great to rattle some confidence in someone else
0: other than our own quarterbacks. <laughs> Considering our track record of predicting interceptions from opposing yeah. quarterbacks. You guys better be uh, quiet. I'm going to say, you know, we're going to throw six interceptions and it's just going to be a horrible thing.
2: I don't know what you're talking about, Tim. Uh, we don't make predictions like that. That never <laughs>
3: happened. Yeah, who's ever heard of that?
2: There may have been a podcast that never aired. That, um, <laughs> I may don't have There's have still a tape. There's still this a tape. One. then maybe we got a little ahead of ourselves in the Paxton Lynch hate department. But uh, <laughs> we're not going to let that happen again. However, I do want to see a Jimmy Garoppolo cry like Paxton
0: Lynch. Anything else out
2: of this game that we should touch on?
0: I'm excited. I read Jeff's post how the Broncos might utilize uh, Philip Lindsay and Theo Riddick in the passing game, uh, and he used a lot of the concepts that the 49ers implement under uh, Kyle Shanahan, since that's where where Rich uh, Scangarello comes from. The thing that drove me mad last year was Philip Lindsay's so good in space, and I can't tell you how mu- how many plays were called where. The play call was to give it to Lindsay to run into the butt of Matt Paradis or whoever was the center <laughs> and then hope that, you know, he finds some, a yard. I don't know what the goal was. I just want to see Philip Lindsay in space at least five or six times a game. He just makes people miss. He's so quick and he's so agile when it comes to dodging tacklers. It's, I just want to see more of that and, and. Reading that post from Jeff, seeing the breakdown of the plays that the 49ers use, they kind of got me excited to, to see some of that.
3: Yeah, and I think, I mean, everyone does vanilla offense and defense during preseason, but you can already see the misdirection that they're trying with the offense and, and all of the change-up with the defense. So you know this is going to be different. <laughs> they are not going to be telegraphing their plays to the other team like we did all year last year.
2: Well, already, I mean, just in the preseason, we're seeing more of that kind of moving pocket, the bootleg kind of, you know, like prototypical Shanahan Broncos offense, just just in the vanilla offense. Um, exactly. And, and exactly. it's already, I mean, like, just, to, just to kind of tee off on what you were saying, it's already more exciting than what we saw last year offensively.
3: There's already like chocolate sprinkles on our vanilla right now
2: right yes exactly it, well and and the moment that we start seeing some of those naked bootlegs like all of broncos country is just going to swoon and like you, you know the ghost of jake Plummer will 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 shimmer before us and and bless all of broncos country so yeah.
1: it'll be
0: good it'll be i was good. just literally i literally just thinking about that show we did where you were just going on and on about the naked bootleg i think it was casey <laughs> and ran one in and in a, threw a touchdown pass and you were just the whole show was, it was just you talking about the naked bootleg. <laughs> it,
2: was, it was totally naked. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, so, so what else about the 49ers game? I mean, so, okay, you were, we were talking about the running backs. I mean, Royce Freeman um, is going to be is, is a lock. Philip Lindsay is a lock. We're starting to get to the, uh, dare I say, to, to quote my cousin Vinny, we're getting down to the lick log. <laughs> on uh on uh Khalif Muhammad. Can right, like make sure? Are you sure? Yes. Kalfani, e. you are correct. <laughs> Circle gets a square. No. <laughs> awesome. Uh yes, yeah, so uh Kalfani Muhammad uh is I mean we've seen a little bit out of him, we haven't seen a lot. First game
3: he really was on fire, but then last week we he kind of disappeared. So he's, he's one of those guys that's really fighting because now that Theo Riddick is hurt and out 68 weeks, the Broncos have some decisions to make. We're probably keeping Booker, Kalfani, Muhammad, and Devontae Jackson are going to really be duking it out. I think that maybe not with each other, but just really fighting for a spot because they're going to have to, they're going to have to separate themselves if they're going to be able to make the squad.
0: And Vic Fangio kind of alluded to that uh, after the Seahawks game uh, that some of the guys that that had a good outing in that first Hall of Fame game kind of hit a wall in in the second game. It's it's amazing how honest Fangio is because most coaches would just like, oh, yeah, everybody's doing great.
3: It's kind of like he wants to make sure players never get too ahead of themselves in how good they are.
2: Which is good because it keeps them accountable, which is like totally what we're missing last year. I mean, it's so subtle.
0: It's awesome. Like they they don't have t-shirts though. I don't know why (laughs) last year we had accountability t-shirts and it was big deal. Matter if you're, how good you are, you can always get better. So it's like even Von Miller, just, you know, you're, you're hall of fame. Great, but you can always get better. And I think he's really good at just nudging guys in that direction.
3: In person with the players and with the team, he's very complimentary. You know when they do well, and he's also when they don't do well, he's very honest. But then it's about teaching them; it's not about cutting them down. So they mm-hmm. they feel like you know this this coach is really about trying to help us
0: be better football players. And I, I'm hoping it pays off. I'm I'm really hoping the Broncos surprise the league and we get things turned around. It needs to be a destination city again. For for free agents, and that's not going to happen if free agents don't think we're they're going to win any games.
3: He's doing all the right things. I think it's I'm so impressed every day. I have a new favorite quote from him, a new favorite thing he does. I love it.
0: The way he handles himself, I think, is also why he probably hasn't gotten a head coaching gig until now. Um, even though he's been a great coach for so long, that kind of persona, the the person hiring you better be. F- pretty freaking confident in themselves because exactly. that kind of thing could rub the wrong way if you're feeling like i've got to keep this guy in line you know the credit to elway it's awesome and it's honest and it's great coaching but at the same time it might rub people the wrong way on the administrative side of things i think having... Elway's
3: was tired of babysitting the last two years
0: <laughs> like, that's good what do you probably want to
3: come in and take control <laughs> but like you're saying I think Elway's very confident in the direction that Fangio is going. And so he's fine letting Fangio do that and do his own thing.
0: Yeah, and Elway's learning too. Every year he's learning as well. And, you know, I think he wanted to be more involved, say, two years ago. The thing about Elway is he's great about learning from his own mistakes and trying to work better and get better and make better decisions. And, you know, that was just, he doesn't want to babysit anymore. I think you're right. I think he's happy to have somebody that's actually... He can just run the football, run the field. I'll run the front office. I don't want to deal with both. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't want to, I don't have to micromanage both. I, I like the way the direction is going with the team. I'm just, uh, I've got that preseason anxiety after a losing season, you know? <laughs> I don't know how it's going to turn out.
3: No matter what, we have a coach who's in control. So you at least feel like, he will get them back on track, whether it's halftime or on the sideline or during the week. It, it will not spiral out of control like it did last the last two years.
0: Yeah, it really did last year. You know, you never want a situation where a head coach is making decisions on how to save my job because you you, you never see that work out. Right. And, You know, it didn't work out, so
3: it's like throwing Um, spaghetti at the wall. Like, let's just see what's gonna work this time.
2: But that implies that he was changing what he was doing, like, people were just screwing up left and right. And he's just like, Well, you know, that's the guy, that's he's a professional, and it's his job to execute. And he didn't execute, but we're gonna keep keep going with it even if it doesn't like booker we're gonna go for that three yard loss on on second down every time every damn time (laughs) set it up third and long like it it was it was it was so mind-bogglingly frustrating it's refreshing to see Fangio come in I I hate to say what everyone else says but it's a no-nonsense like stick to football kind of guy but like I think it's going to translate over to the games. I think we're going to like if you, if you don't perform, you're not going to be on the field. Like it's 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 kind of dare I say a return to the that Mike Shanahan, if you play well, you'll be on the field. If you're not, if you if you suck, you're gone. Like you know you can't play. Like <laughs> it's it, it,
3: amazing that we'd have to get back to that. Like that should always be the way it is.
2: Yeah. It's just like people were rancid and they're just like, there's like no correction, no effort to send any sort of message to anybody else. It was just like, you can be terrible and your job is safe. Yeah.
0: yeah. You, you won it in training camp. You will keep it. All year long.
2: Through week 15. Let's keep let's keep this because <laughs> I would I was retained in the name of consistency, not because of talent. So let's keep it consistent. We're going to be consistently terrible. Yeah.
0: So um 49ers <laughs> game coming up.
2: All right, uh score predictions. Tim, what do you got? <laughs> after well, uh, after Jimmy Garoppolo throws those six interceptions. Yeah, 35 to 7. <laughs> you
3: guys are so bold. 2420 that's mine.
2: 3
0: to 7. <laughs> Wait, who who wins your guys' game?
3: <laughs> yeah, well Broncos always. I always it's pick a, the Broncos to win.
0: 3 to 7,
2: Tim, it's a tie. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh 3 to 7, I say uh I say Broncos win.
3: So No, no 44 to 0 this week, Tim? I don't
2: 45. know what you're talking about. That's <laughs> podcast is gone it was never published it's uh it's you know it's like those lost episodes of Laverne and Shirley that you know you hear about it's a home
0: game so the Broncos don't lose at home
2: they're gonna they're gonna be 30,000 people and that's <laughs> screaming and yelling for the Denver Broncos
0: 40% it's a, capacity it's a Monday night football game
2: so uh, my parents will be at the game uh, I, I have tickets with my parents the tickets are in my name, and so when they want to go to the games, I have to send them the tickets. It used to be, I would just um, put them in an envelope. I had fun uh, paper clips that I was really excited to use. Um, you tell your mother to knock it off, Lori. <laughs> no.
3: it's recording on the podcast, you have to. Turn it off.
2: <laughs> she, tell her to play Kid Crusher in the anywhere. pantry. You <laughs> <Like,
3: laughs> know she's rocking out over here while she's playing solitaire. <laughs>
2: uh, <laughs> Bonnie Latimore. Oh no, Bonnie, <laughs> my Bonnie lies over the ocean. <laughs> she um, loves
3: that song.
2: There you go. There you go. She lies over the sea. Uh, bring it back. Bring back. Did <laughs> I started it now. I have to sing the whole song. That's right. You um, did, you did. Yeah, it, you can't just start it. No, it's
3: um, not a song you
2: can do that with So I was talking about how um frustrated I am trying to get my parents the tickets uh through their new mobile ticketing thing. My parents are a little older, but they're very tech savvy. And so I, I send them the link, and my dad is like, I I I I need your password and your login information for Ticketmaster. I'm like, No, 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 that's mine. You need you need yours. He's like, I don't have one. And I'm like, no, you do. We did this last year. You you just need. He's like, I, I don't know what. And then, and then later, he's like, I think it's your password. What's your password? And I'm like, it's not my password. He's like, hold on, let me, you know. And so he like logs in and like he changes his password. And then I'm on the phone with him, and of course, I'm doing like a dozen different things at the at the time. And he's just like, he's like, okay, now, now it's it's saying account manager tickets season tickets like what do i click i'm like you should just have the tickets there and and so i'm going through this whole thing and finally he's like okay i think i found them, and so he's like I, one ticket added to my wallet on my phone how do i add the other ticket and i'm like <laughs> i don't know what you're looking at i don't know like it's there it's and he's like well why is there lines through the barcode there's a barcode but there's lines through them and i'm like i I don't know. Maybe it's radio. He says, hold it close to the reader and it'll beep. And I'm like, then, yeah, then that's it. You have both tickets. Like, I don't know. And I'm like, I I think you got them. Like, (laughs) like I spent an hour on this last night. It's like, you know. I used to just put them in an envelope with fun paper clips and be like, enjoy the game. And like, there they go. <laughs> and now it's like, holy God, I got a, a like multiple password resets, a, a, a Apple wallet. <laughs> like, he wants my password, his password. We don't know what the hell's going on. So hopefully, it'll if be a miracle see- if your
3: dad makes it to the game.
2: If you see Brad and Penny there, give them a high five. they They ran the gauntlet, they survived, they're at the game. Give them a high five.:
3: I think it should be a fun game because hopefully we have a couple of tight ends and a couple team.
2: tight ends left. I mean we could probably injure, <laughs> injure a few more. I mean <laughs> like,
3: that's right. what are we down to? We started with eight, we got four.:
2: I have the depth chart as it appeared at the Hall of Fame game. Uh, Jeff Harriman, healthy. There you go. That's different. Uh, Noah Fant, healthy. Troy Fumagalli, also healthy.
3: And that's where it yeah. ends.
2: Jake Butt. He's, be- he's probably I bet we'll see a little Jake Butt yeah. at this game. Yeah. If he doesn't get injured between now and then. Um, Austin Fort. Oh, and Bug Howard, also injured.
3: We do have four. Kind of three and a half. Because I'm sure Jake Butt won't do too he much just came game. back
0: to practice.
2: Yeah. And Moral Stevens. Moral Stevens is also in the mix. Yeah. I,
3: He's actually been doing well with the second and third string. So, you know, might put him on the practice I like the, squad.
2: I like the name Moral Stevens. Like, that's like a upstanding young man. Like, I'd want him to date my daughter. <laughs> Me,
3: just because his name says so.
2: Meet Moral.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> you can't. Like who who would be a bad person with a name like moral?
0: When he but then he says I'm moral, it's like immoral, right? When he say, when he introduces himself, hi, I'm moral. No? Me too. That would that would be my response. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: that's when I like that's when I like nonchalantly like drop a dollar on the ground and just like see if he like returns it to me. <laughs>
3: <laughs> He's probably like,
2: come on. I've been doing this one my like, whole life. Uh, my name is Moral. Okay, here come the jokes. Ah, okay. Yeah. All right, so let's put a button on this. Uh, so we, we all have the Broncos winning, as always. Um, I have six interceptions in a row uh, for Jimmy Garoppolo. I'll go on record with that because I am so certain it's going to happen. To recap, we learned how to say Kalfani Muhammad. And- Uh, moral Stevens is awesome. So, uh, all right. Uh, mystery question time. Here's the question, Tim, I have a feeling you will know this. So I'm going to ask Lori, um, can you name as of this date, what the original AFC AFL teams were all eight of them? There were eight of them. Can you name all eight?
3: Oh my goodness. I don't think I can name two.
2: This is a trick question.
0: With the correct, <laughs> with the correct city.
2: Oh, okay. Well, you can do, you can do the correct. All right, help her out. Give her give her three. Give her three. three. Bob Howson founded us. He started his little upstart Pacific League baseball team, the Denver Bears, and he had a stadium. And he's like, I want a football team, and tried to buy the Chicago Cardinals, and the Chicago Cardinals were like, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. NFL was like, no, no, it's not going to happen because the Chicago Bears were too close to the Rocky Mountain region. And George Hallis said, no, not any competition for my Chicago Bears. So uh, the AFL was founded. There were eight original teams on this date. All right. Can you name On this the, date. On this date. Ooh, so wrong.
3: Denver Broncos. Yes, one. Raiders?
2: Raiders. No,
0: not the Raiders. Los Angeles Chargers?
2: Los Angeles Chargers.
0: Kansas City Ch- or Dallas, Texas? Dallas Texans? Yes. So I almost screwed that up. It was the Los, Los- actually it was the Los Angeles Chargers. That's it's what it. I said. Oh, is that what you said? Yeah. All right. Sorry.
2: I was I was caught off guard by Lori going to the Oakland right away. Oh, I'll give you
3: Boston Patriots.
2: Boston Patriots and then New York, they had two teams.
0: Titans. Buffalo yeah. Bills. Yep.
2: The Titans, the
0: Buffalo Bills. New York Titans, New York Jets. Houston. Yeah. Houston Oilers?
2: The Houston Oilers. And then there was one other team. I will give you a hint. I will give you a hint. They were poached by the NFL, and it was because they were poached by the NFL that the Oakland Raiders became a team. In 1960, uh, this team that I'm thinking of and the Dallas Cowboys joined as expansion teams in the NFL. It's the other team that joined with the Cowboys? I used to know this. Uh, Hold on,
0: hold on. No 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 no. Don't 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 ruin it yet. They are a current
2: NFL team, so that should narrow it down.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Which ones haven't we named yet?
0: They okay, here's here's some more tips. They have never won a Super Bowl. Really want to get this without having you have to tell us. (laughs) I want you to I'm determined. I'm determined to figure this one out. Your
2: email address used to be MHR history. Here's another hint. Okay, so they joined the NFL, and so when the merger happened um they remained in the NFC
0: let's see you got the the Cowboys the Eagles the the Vikings the Minnesota Vikings thank you there I was you like go. as soon as I started saying I was like wait the Vikings
2: the Vikings were supposed to be well not I mean I don't know if they would have been the Vikings but the Minnesota franchise uh was supposed to be in the AFL uh with uh the Denver Broncos and the Boston Patriots and and Houston Oilers and all those guys. However, the NFL swooped in, was like, hey, we're going to try to thwart this league. We're going to grant a franchise in Lamar Hunt's background, uh, backyard uh, and uh, granted the Dallas Cowboys uh, to compete with his Dallas Texans, who later became the Kansas City Chiefs, and uh, granted a franchise to Minnesota. And so the AFL was left scrambling, and they're like, what other city could we could – we grant this franchise to uh, the oakland raiders ended up being them and uh, i believe they didn't win any games their first season because they were so hastily assembled from like other teams trash basically so um, <laughs> so there you go right. it's either they talk. won one game or
0: no game so there you go. i'm not going to talk because the 60s are not something to brag about if you're a broncos fan <laughs>
2: Well, we had the drop on the Raiders. We had a team. <laughs> 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 Thank you for listening to Something Something Broncos. I am Jess Place with Tim Lynch and Lori Latimer Volkman. You can find us wherever you find your podcasts. Be sure to like, subscribe, and comment um, on our on our little on our little page because you know we care what you guys think. If you hate us, tell us. If you hate Tim, tell him. You can reach us at milehighreport.com. We are all contributors there. It's awesome. Go Broncos! Woo-hoo. Yay! Thank you. <laughs> Whenever
3: we do that, Jess and I always cheer. And Tim is
2: totally Tim's like <laughs> Tim's like I'm out. Fucked I'm it. just like Fuck you, people!
0: <laughs> <laughs> I just refer them to MHR History for all complaints and and hate. <laughs>
3: a correction on the reporting of the foul both teams were on the
1: both both fouls were on the kicking team (laughs) (sighs) it's
2: it's good to see you guys i I, I gotta be honest i I, i've been i've been exhausted the last three weeks so (laughs) like all of a sudden i'm like i'm here i'm awake like, this is gonna be fun. We're gonna have fun. This is gonna be good. So, wait, and you gotta introduce your mom to Tim. There's him. Tim. Hello. And don't think the fact oh, that God she's it. drinking out of a Broncos glass is lost on me. I saw it.
3: Instant approval. Instant
2: approval. Yeah.
0: Instant approval.
2: Now I got a good microphone. I can hear every little like. Chirp and thing, and (sighs) all right. Now that the window's closed, I gotta go turn on the air conditioner.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Jess was probably totally naked while he was talking about it, too.
2: Oh, it was amazing. Wait a minute, you were gonna go play pickleball?
3: Oh, yeah.
0: Are you in a second grade gym class? (laughs) Hey,
3: (laughs) have you played this game? It's great.
0: I I only learned about pickleball like two years ago.
3: I only learned about it a year ago. It's it was super like fun. every
2: year
0: in elementary school
2: at Heritage Elementary and beautiful Centennial. I guess they call it Centennial now. Then it was Inglewood, Colorado. We would play that in Mr. Anderson's gym class, and it was like, ah, pickleball again. <laughs> and, you know, you've been listening to something, something Bronco. A feature of MileHighReport.com with Lori Lennemarville, Jess Place, and Tim Lynch. Get involved in the conversation at
0: MileHighReport.com.